This is Meet the Movie Press. It's January the 4th, 2019. On the show this week, Golden Globe Predictions, Bird Box Mania, the US trailer, this week's big releases and more. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks, meet the movie press. Is meet the movie press. It is January the 4th, 2019, a brand new year. Welcome back. We hope you had a great holiday and uh, new year. New year season? Is it a season? I don't know. Yes. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Simon Thompson, at Showbiz Simon on Twitter and Instagram. And this is Simon Thompson on Facebook. Uh, welcome back, Scott and Dimitri. Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. Let's do this quickly. We have a lot to get through. First of all, Dimitri, who are you? Where can we find you on social media? Uh, on the social medias, at DMovies1701. You can find me here at Meet the Movie Press. Uh, there's also a show, Anatomy of a Movie, which we're not on this week. <laughs> And uh, Scott? Sure. Uh, Who are you? I am Scott Menzel. How are you, everyone? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And hello uh, very to everybody offensive in the opening. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Stars we need ha- to go on. Okay. So, the other Scott M, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me at We Live Entertainment. Thank you. Join us in the chat, of course. Uh, Ricky is in. Uh, Senor Nerd is in. Uh, Bobby B is in. Uh, the other Scott M should be doing the show. Uh, but he also <laughs> appears to be in there. Uh, Jack Dennis is in, so a very good one to you, Miles Teller. Happy New Year yeah. to you, sir. Really appreciate it. Okay, let's kick off. Golden Globes uh, are happening. The second most important awards ceremony happening over the next uh, couple of days in Los Angeles. <laughs> let's go through each of the ca- categories individually, and let's talk about who we think is going to win that. Let's go, first of all, uh, picture drama. We're just going to do the movies because this is a movie show. The nominees are Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Beale Street Could Talk and A Star Is Born. Dimitri, who do you think is going to win? Being that it's the Golden Globes, I'm going with A Star Is Born. Okay. I I completely agree with that. I'm 100% agree. So we're all agreed on A Star Is Born. Yes. Okay, picture, musical, or comedy. Crazy Rich Asians, The Favourite, Green Book, Mary Poppins, Returns, or Vice. I'm going to go first on this one. I think picture, musical, or comedy is going to go to Green Book. Not perhaps the most popular choice, but I think that's going to be mine. I want it to be Green Book, but I think it's going to be Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. I think I was going to go with Crazy Rich Asians, but I'm thinking Mary Poppins because it's the Golden Globe. Interesting. It's the Golden Globe. Interesting. Yeah, you see, I was torn between Crazy Rich Asians and and, and Green Book, but I really want to see Green Book. Mary Poppins, you know how we feel about that movie. You know how I feel about it, and I saw it twice. (laughs) That is true. And my mom loved it, by the way. Loved it. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I'm not going to attack your mum. I'd very happily open fire on you, but I'm not not going to say anything against your mum. She's a lovely woman. Uh, Director Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. Alfonso Juaron, Roma. Uh, Peter Farrelly, uh, Green Book. Spike Lee, Black Klansman. And Adam McKay for Vice. I'm going to go first on this as well. My personal choice, I'm very, very tied between Spike Lee or Bradley Cooper. But for me, Bradley Cooper is going to just take that. What are you thinking, guys? Uh, if there was justice in this world, there would be Spike Lee for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't, and it's going to be... <laughs> there is no justice. A star, Happy New Year! A star is born. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree, but I'm going with Bradley Cooper. Because we know we know what the Golden Globes is all about, and they get the stars, and it's... They're the popular Cooper. Oscar the category. Puppy, yeah. yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, basically, but also, I mean, Bradley Cooper... He did good. He did yeah, good. He did. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to take away from no, him he at was, all. No, amazing. Can but. we just say? I mean, right off the top, for his directorial debut, which could have been sketchy. You haven't seen he, mine yet, to be honest did. with you. So I that's not. Like, you it's know. not fair. You're right. Not fair to say against <laughs> you. But Bradley Cooper did a really engaging, tremendous job for his first time out. Oh, I agree. I mean, this is a category where anyone could win, and they're they're, all great choices. They are. Well, with with the exception of the movie that's not a theatrical release. That is true. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. We're going to go and look. We're going to go back to the chat in just a second and find out what you guys think on these categories, and we'll we'll respond to that. Screenplay, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Uh, Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara for The Favourite. Barry Jenkins for If Beale Street Could Talk. Adam McKay for Vice. uh, And Nick, Brian, and Peter for Green Book. They better not give Roma this because Roma doesn't even have a screenplay. Which is, well, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to get into that. Yeah. So that's just false. 
And was, <laughs> okay. Um, so False. I'm going to say Barry Jenkins for if Beale Street can talk. Okay. I'm going to go with I'm going to go. This one will go to Green Book. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was very very close between Green Book and Vice, and I'm going to go with Green Book because I absolutely loved that script. So I'm going to go on that. It's, yeah, it's a great script. Okay. Uh, foreign language film. Um, Capernaum, Lebanon. Girl, Belgium. Never Look Away, Germany. Roma, Mexico. And Shoplifters, Japan. I have only seen I've, three of these. Let's all say this at once. Roma! <laughs> That's going to win it. This year, it's not about how good the movie is. It's really about the fact that it's... Roma. Roma. Uh, okay. Tomatoes. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to have actor drama next. Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, for, uh, sorry, Bradley Cooper, The Star is Born, uh, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, Lucas Hedges, Boy Erased, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, John David Washington, Black Klansman. This was a tough one for me. Mm-hmm. Genuinely really torn. I loved Bradley in A Star is Born. I thought Lucas was great in Boy Erased but he was Lucas Hedges rather than anything different, right. which is great. I am going to... I love John David Washington, the Black Klansman. I'm going to go, though, with, with Rami Malek. Rami Malek gets it for me. I love Bohemian Rhapsody, and I thought he was phenomenal. So for me, it's Rami. Dimitri. This one's a tough one. I agree, because mm. for me, it's down to three. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, Rami Malek, and John David Washington and Black Klansman. I think yeah. the three of them put in great performances. It's a really strong category. Again, I'm going with Golden, trying to be Golden Globes thinking. Yeah. I'm going with Bradley what Cooper. Do do? What do you do? Bradley what Cooper. So that's, Bradley Cooper. So that's two for Bradley Cooper. No, one for Bradley Cooper, one for Rami Malek. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I love Lucas Hedges. I just saw him on Broadway when I was back east. I mean, he's just incredible. Mm. But this movie's got zero love anywhere else. So I highly doubt it's going to win here. Um, I'm going to say Rami Malek. Yeah, he's going to follow suit at the LAOFCS award ceremony. What? The way. Yep. What? <laughs> what? And again, fantastic performance. Yeah. I just, yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. phenomenal. I mean, three three great performances. Boy Race, <clears throat> by the way, is, is a great movie. Yeah. Uh, actor, musical or comedy? Christian Bale for Vice. Lin Manuel Miranda, Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> Viggo Mortensen, Green Book, <laughs> Robert Redford, The Old Man and the Gun, and John C. Riley for Holmes and... No, sorry, no, Stan and Ollie. Uh, <laughs> oh! We'll get to that later. Uh, okay, so know. Christian Bell, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Viggo Mortensen, uh, Robert Redford, or John C. Riley. For me, actor, uh, I, I did not... Wasn't a big fan of Vice. Christian Bell was great in that, but for me, Viggo Mortensen, I think he just brought such subtle ingenuity and and a hamminess that wasn't hammy with a capital H to his character in Green Book. So I'm going to go with Vigo. Also, I think he's been treated a little bit unfairly this award season. So, oh, okay. my God, he has. So, Scott Menzel. I'm going with Bale. Yeah, and, and if I were, if I were do, this is the Golden Globes yep. again, if I were going with my heart, I'd go Vigo. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I'm going to go Christian Bale. Okay, actress, drama, Glenn Close, The Wife, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, uh, Star is Born, Nicole Kidman, Destroyer. Mm. Uh, Melissa <laughs> McCarthy, can you ever forgive me? And Rosamund Pike for a private war. <laughs> Dimitri, we're going to come to you first on this one. Glenn, um, um, Lady, Nicole, Melissa, or Rosamund? I am going and staying with my Star is Born theme. Okay. And I think Lady Gaga mm-hmm. actually knocked it out of the park. We, you know, we all know she could sing, but she I thought she acted her heart out. I thought she was fantastic. And I think they're going to go this way. I'm okay. just going to say it. I agree with you 100%. And I think she's the only one in this category. This is a bold statement. Who really deserves to be there? Oh, just have to one up me, don't you? No, well, <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I I kind of agree, but I have to say, it for me was very tight between Lady Gaga and Melissa McCarthy because I loved her in "Can You Ever Forgive Me," but I am going to go with Gaga because I thought her performance in "A Star Is Born" was flawless. Actress, musical or comedy? Okay, Constance Wu, Crazy Rich Asians, Charlize Theron, Tully, Elsie uh, Fisher, Eighth Grade, Olivia Coleman, The Favorite. Or Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins Returns. Okay, this one we're going to go to Scott, first of all, on this. If there was justice in this world again, yep. which there is, <laughs> Charlie Theron would get it for Tully, <clears throat> hands down. Interesting. Um, who's going to get it? Probably. Ooh, this is tough, because it's either going to be Emily Blunt or mm. Constant Wu. I'm going to say Emily Blunt. See, and for me, okay. it was between Emily Blunt and Olivia Coleman. Okay. And I'm... Thinking they're going to edge towards Emily. Okay, I for my heart me, pick though was Olivia. For me, it was between 
uh, Olivia Coleman, and as much as I did not like the movie as much as everyone else, Emily Blunt also. I'm going to go for Olivia, though, because I loved her She's in the favourite. She's so freaking She's good. just great. Yes. That was my Christmas Day movie yeah, at home. Yeah, so great. Um, loved it. And just, I mean, uh, yeah. It is, it is BAFTA, right? So... So well, she has every, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I okay. think it's down to those two. Let's go through these other very quickly. Actor supporting Mahershala Ali for you Green Book. You missed animated. Uh, we're going to come back to that. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to have <laughs> Mahershala Ali, uh, Green Book, uh, Timothy Chalamet, Beautiful Boy, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Sam Rockwell, Vice. Okay, Scott, your choice on this one, please. Hey, uh, Adam Driver. Interesting. Interesting. My heart says Marshala Ali for Green Book because Mahershala. I thought it was Mahershala. Mahershala. Forgive me. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's so okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the support. Uh, I, my heart goes right. I thought his performance was fantastic, but I've also said Adam Driver, mm. and Adam Driver is, was an extremely bold performance put in by him. I thought he was fantastic in Black Klansman. I'm going with Adam Driver. Interesting. Okay, for me, it was between, as much as I loved Adam Driver in Black Klansman, and I'm not his biggest fan, it was between Mahershala and Sam, so Green Book and Vice. I'm going to go for Mahershala Ali. Uh, just because I thought he and Vigo had the same kind of chemistry, just it worked in the same way that, that Bradley and, and Lady Gaga had. Yeah. It um, reminds it me of uh, Richard, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. It was like they were made. Yeah. It was like they were yeah. made. Sometimes you have a movie where people don't work together all through their careers, and then there's one movie where they finally meet, and you're like, "That is just perfect." And for me, it was that pairing. So hey, interesting. Too. Can I throw this out there for a second? Okay. Sam Rockwell and Vice. I mean, he's. I mean, I get it. People have won Academy Awards for being on screen for five minutes, but yeah. he wasn't in the movie. I mean, he was good. Yeah. I don't know. It's the difficult, that's the difficulty with, with an ensemble piece that movie. like that. Where yeah. he's not the main character, but I mean, you know, he's... he's he was good. Yeah. He was, I thought he was great. Yeah. Uh, Amy Adams, Vice, actress supporting. Amy Adams, Vice, Claire Foy, First Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Regina King, if Beale Street could talk. Emma Stone, the favourite. And Rachel Vice, the favourite. It's a favourite off! And it's funny because Regina King's going to win it. Interesting. It is interesting. Interesting. I'm thinking they're going to go, it's the Golden Globes, Emma Stone. I'm going to go Emma Stone on that one. Okay. I'm going to go. So I think that'll be Where's really Where's Meryl Streep in this category? Where is she no <laughs> For once, there's two films called The Favourite. Meryl Streep's not The Favourite. Yes. Oh, oh, irony. Uh, okay, music, original score. Uh, we have A Quiet Place, Isle of Dogs, Black Panther, First Man, and Mary Poppins Returns. A Quiet Place, Isle of Dogs, Black Panther, First Man, or Mary Poppins Returns. Who do you think is going to win? Who do you, who would you like to win? Hmm. It's definitely not going to be First Man. Okay. Uh, I don't I, know. Um, is he is First Man Marvel or DC? It is. Um, I'm just checking. Oh, it's, okay, it's fine. IDC. Cool. Okay. Cool. Um, so, but I'm going to go. With I am Marvel. First Man. I, I would. I would. Joel Firstman. From the Hamptons. I would go with Alexander Desplat because he's always a favorite for these yep. things, but I'm going to stick with Mark Shaman and Mary Poppins Returns. Interesting, Scott. Um, I'm actually going to say first man for this. Interesting. Three. Interesting. Okay, uh, I am going to split this. Uh, I... I think I would like Isle of Dogs to win Me because too. I really, Me really too. love that. I think Mary Poppins returns, but I'm going to go for Isle of Dogs. Good, good. Because I love dogs. I like uh, that movie okay, a lot great. Too. It's, it's, yeah, it's great. It's a great movie. Got yeah. a lot Very of, underappreciated. Didn't get a lot, yeah, underappreciated. No. Okay, music, original song, All the Stars from Black Panther, All the Stars, uh, Girl in the Movies from Dumplin'. By the way, Dumplin's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's really good. It's really sweet. Check it out. Yeah. Come on, it's going higher. Sure. Uh, Requiem for a Private War from A Private War. Uh, Revelation from Boy Erased. Uh, and Shallow. Uh, we're all in the shallow now. Uh, a Star is Born. Um, I mean, it's kind of a pointless question. I mean, shit, why haven't they just given Gaga the award already? Uh, obviously, Lady Gaga, Mark Ronson, uh, Anthony Rosamando, and uh, Andrew Wright wrote A Star is Born Shallow. Uh, it's going to be Shallow. It, it's going to be Shallow. <laughs> Surely. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be shallow thinking if they didn't. Mm. Okay, animated feature. Shallow, shallow yeah, we real quick, real yeah. quick. How bad is the music of Mary Poppins that is not nominated for original song? I was, uh, I mean, yeah, I did not, I didn't, really didn't do it for me at all. Uh, final one on this, and then we're going to move on away from the Golden <laughs> you know, Globes. No. We are, the nominees are uh, Incredibles 2, 
Isle of Dogs, uh, Mirai, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Interesting category this year. Usually there are two, three other ones. <laughs> and this year, there's a, it's a strong category. So I am going to go... I would like Isle of Dogs to win. I think it was pretty much a given that Incredibles 2 would win. I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is going to win. So I'm going to go with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I would I would love to see Isle of Dogs win. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Spider-Man. Yeah. I agree. Okay, agree so we're all Spider-Man. on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Those are our Golden Globes predictions. Um, if you choose to enter the betting game, we don't condone betting. We don't hate betting. We're not saying we're right. Who knows? But that's our guidance for the Golden Globes. We'll find out. Next week, we can come back on the show and we can all be humiliated. But also, I believe there's another one <laughs> next week that we should perhaps talk about. Hey, Scott Menzel. Uh, hello. Uh, what are we all doing on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday night next week? What's happening, Scott? What is happening? So if you're in L.A., yeah. uh, we're having a wonderful award show. It's the Los Angeles Online Film Critics Society Award Ceremony. It's our second uh, annual show. And it's really exciting for us because mm-hmm. we have a great turnout so far. Got anybody, got anybody good going? We do. We got uh, Brie Larson is mm. going to be receiving this year's Trailblazer Award. Marvelous. Uh, we are going to have John Cho receiving the uh, Acting Achievement Award nice. this year. He's been searching for that uh, for a while. Yes, he has. <laughs> uh, there might be a special uh, honor for someone there as okay. well. Um there is a, a little guy who is known for a Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. He, his, he might be he might be joining us a little okay. bit, and um, we got the, Brian uh, Singer. Yeah, Brian Singer, he's there. Oh, he has that's nothing else to do. Carry yeah, on, yeah, carry on. Um, we got uh, some people who went to eighth grade coming. I yep. went to eighth grade. And I'm yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, hey, there you <laughs> go. I, I'm still in eighth grade. They keep putting me back for some reason. Uh, but honestly, we're really excited about this show. Yeah. It's it's just a. Um, it's funny, last year I was telling these guys at breakfast, we we started this show, it, it was a small thing that came from the heart, and we, we started off with about 80 to 85 people came last yep. year. It, it has, has doubled in size already. We're, we're going to be at about 160 to 165. Uh, we got great buzz last year. Um, we got some great coverage coming out, so Us Weekly is going to be at the event covering us, mm-hmm. Hollywood Reporter, so it, it's going to be pretty great, and um, you know, it's nice knowing that we're doing something right, and we're doing something important, and um, just everyone who's in this group is really passionate about it, so I'm very happy about it. Absolutely. No, it's going to be a great night, and we're going to talk about it on the show next week. Awesome. Uh, okay, I did say we were going to look at the chat very briefly before we move on. We have quite a bit, considering it's only a three-day week, really, this week yeah. uh, for the industry. Uh, a lot to get through. Uh, Ricky Davila, uh, how's everyone doing from the holidays and break? Oh, we all had a good break. Uh, we'll be very interested when they get to talk box office. Quite a few bombs and big surprises. Yes. Uh, Senior Nerd, first show of 2019. Woo! If this is your woo moment, I don't think your 2019 is going very well. But, thank you. Easy. but we appreciate hey, I'll, I'll the support. Take it. Uh, Bob B, uh, Gotti is the generation's Godfather or Goodfellas. Uh, I think uh, Gotti is this generation's the room. The room. <laughs> yeah, as in, like, you want to leave the room? Yeah. When it's on? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, okay, uh, Dimitri, woohoo, we're back. And also, Scott, you're in the chat. You're supposed to be on the show. I just always Let say, hi. Just say hi. Just say hi. Uh, Bob B is Kevin Hart back for the Oscars or what? We will discuss that. Jack sure Dennis. Is. Hi, Simon. <laughs> so, what were you saying about Holmes and Watson? Lol. This is going to be what we're going to talk about next. Because okay. Holmes and Watson came out. I uh, wasn't able to give a review. Uh, it was under embargo, but you asked me questions. I gave my responses. I stand by the fact that I actually. I enjoyed Holmes and Watson. Was it a great movie? I'm not saying it's a great movie. Did I enjoy it? Yeah, it made me laugh. And that was the fundamental thing. It was stupid, like I said. Stupid movie, made me chuckle. Uh, Didn't do well at the box office. Not entirely surprised, to be honest with you. Um, It was pretty much hidden by the studio. Um, It wasn't shown to critics, so there was no buzz around it. Instantly, uh, when a movie is not shown for critics, either within the industry or outside the industry, people go, oh, it must be shit. Some people didn't like it. A lot of people, the most people didn't like it. Uh, Some people did. Um, I obviously posted my review on Twitter. A lot of people, some of my favourite arguments, uh, clearly you're being paid by the producers. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, that'd be lovely, but no. Um, uh, secondly, uh, can anyone be a critic? Uh, by pure definition, uh, 
Yes. 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 Especially being, nowadays. Being, being, yeah, and especially now in the industry. But literally, the definition of a critic is having an opinion on something. Mm-hmm. So, yes, literally anyone can be a critic. And now you don't get paid for it. That's the thing. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, a lot of people didn't like it. Didn't get great scores. Um, you know, I had likened it to to, uh, to elements of it that were similar to Mel Brooks movies, um, just in the stupid humour and the play on words. Um, people were like, "How can you possibly say that?" Let's not forget, Mel Brooks also made some shit movies. Um, so you know, his his, his catalogue is not exactly flawless. You didn't like Dracula Dead and loving it. No, I didn't. Come on, no, I didn't. I, I liked no, it. No, I didn't. I liked it. I didn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know. But did you love so it? yeah, so that they was. They to suck in my blood. So that was <laughs> that was a very that was a massive bomb over the holidays. Yeah, but not an entire surprise <clears> because. Nobody was talking about it. The studio didn't want to talk about it. Uh, also, rumours that it was, you know, offered to Netflix and Netflix didn't want it because it was such a stinker. We don't know whether that really? is. That, I don't and buy I don't that. Buy that. I don't buy that. Yeah. I mean, Netflix they bought, bought that Cloverfield yeah. piece of garbage. They Come bought on. plenty of things, and they made bright. And they to, didn't even pick that up. They to, just made that on their own. And to be honest with you, I think people, if it was free, I don't think people would have been quite so offended by it. Um, but yeah, so Holmes and Watson. I, st- I still I thought it was stupid fun. I happily watched it again. A lot of people didn't like it. That's entirely fine. What people don't tend to understand is what's really important about cinema is the fact that you make your own opinion up. Um, there is no right and wrong. Uh, you might like a movie that someone else likes. Uh, they might not like the movie that you like. You might not like a movie that they like. That's absolutely fine. Sure, absolutely fine. If you choose <clears throat> to go and see a movie, especially if you've read bad reviews. You don't really have a right to get pissed off with other people who like the movie. No. Because you made that choice. Right. Um, So, I mean, yeah, we don't... I mean, we see awards-nominated movies that I don't... Destroy is a really good example. Oh, Destroy. I mean, I thought Nicole Kidman was great in that movie, but I really did not like that movie. But I like some of Karen's other work. Phenomenal pieces of cinema. It's it's kind of weird, but yeah, I I stand by the fact that I did. It tickled me. It made me laugh, and that and it was stupid and it was dumb, and that was fundamentally what it was meant to be. There won't be a sequel, though. No, <laughs> no, no, there won't. No. Uh, there won't be a sequel, but, but it's it's fine. I don't know other people didn't like the movie. I'm going to throw something in there yeah. though that what you said, and this could be I don't know, maybe controversial. Look, you said, can anybody be a critic? Mm. Yes, yes, but with certain things like. I wouldn't necessarily say that I, I mean, I like food, mm-hmm. but could I be a, a good restaurant critic? No. no. I mean, my my forte is movies. That's yeah. what I studied. That's what I, that's, that's, I've been a fan all my life, and mm-hmm. it's what I went to school for. I took journalism classes, film history, film criticism yep. classes. Yep. So the way I look at it is, uh, and this was in a film cr- criticism class where the professor had said everybody has an opinion, mm. but it's how you back that opinion up. Yeah. You just can't say, I hated the movie. Well, the next important question to that, and this is how I engage in conversation, is why? Yeah. And if they can't, well, because it sucked. <laughs> well, that's yeah. not an answer. Yeah. That, that, that re- like, why? I like Step Brothers. I didn't like this. Well, that, this is a different <clears throat> movie. Made you know, by different people, but you written know what? By different... But at least if somebody brings up, yeah. I like because I felt Step Brothers utilized their talents as a partnership better than Holmes and Watson. Yeah. I would go, all right, you're connecting dots here that make sense, but you just can't go out and say a movie sucked or, with equal uh, measure, you, I love that movie. Why? Well, I mean, it was good. Your, your, your opinion is you really know, your it, opinion, but just is. be able to support it. Support it. And if people don't like it, that's absolutely fine. It's funny, it, it, it does work both ways. And I think now we've got the internet, which is very shouty. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's kind of like if, if, if people like a movie and then it doesn't get a really good score on Rotten Tomatoes, people get very upset. Yes. But then when the movie they don't like gets a good score on Rotten Tomatoes, they get very upset. But then if a movie they like gets a good score on Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes is always right. So, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes, it, it's, it's a lot of opinions and a, and a, and a general consensus. It's a, it's, a, it's a mean figure of basically yeah. various scores. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's fine. It, not, your love of cinema, what you like and how you like it, 
It's completely personal. It's a very personal experience. It's like what you like on your pizza. It's like the person <laughs> that you date. It's very, very personal. There sure. is no right or wrong. Nobody should all like the whole thing. If everybody likes the whole thing, we're not doing our jobs right. Right. If everybody hates the same thing, we're not doing our jobs right unless that's what all those people actually believe. Right. And, and again, I would never say I'm an art critic. Cinema is an art form, but yeah. I don't go to like LACMA. Look, I, I don't know. Well, I, like, I'll go to LACMA and I can see. It's because you're banned after no, the no, incident, no. to be honest with you. <laughs> well, it was I did good, warn it, you. It was a good Tim Burton showing and Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> like, well, we need to move well, on. But what this I'm in saying is, though, is if there's a painting mm. at an art museum, I can like it. I may, I don't know the history behind mm -hmm. it. Where somebody else who has far better knowledge than I do about that type of art would go, well, look, let me show you another piece of art and let me show you why, in a yeah. sense, this could be considered as not as good as this and I'll tell you why. Then I learned something from that. Mm. But I wouldn't consider myself an art critic. But also in, in the greatest you know? respect, although I love, and, I love talking <clears throat> about movies with people and the people who, who watch this sure. show and general people that we, we interact with in our everyday lives, with all due respect, I don't give a fuck if you liked a movie or not, I'd obviously like you to enjoy a movie, but your opinion is your opinion. I would love to discuss your opinion. Yes. But whether you like or dislike a movie, I don't care. Yeah. You know, I want to, and I might like a movie and you might, I really want to know why you disliked a movie that I liked or, you know, what, and vice versa. But whether you like a movie, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Right. Whether you liked a movie shouldn't, generally, I will take your opinion. It might inform my opinion. It might change it. But I'm not going to, because you don't like a movie, I'm not going to get, well, I don't like it either. I'm not seven. Yeah. This is not, you know, everybody likes that kid in the class. Nobody likes that kid. Right. And so we're going to all pick on that kid. I'm like, like the movies you like. And if other people don't like them, that's fine. Just know why you like or don't like something. Yeah. yeah. And, and I like, it's fine. I like the discussion. Hmm. I don't like the ranting. Or the, the insult. Yeah, no, well, absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, just to throw this in and then we can move on. Yeah. I just, you know, they're, growing up, you know, I really wanted to do this because I watch people like Roger Ebert and, mm. you know, Gene Siskel, Leonard Maltin, these people who, like, went to film school, yeah. knew their film history, you know, studied film, became experts in it, wrote books on the topic. And I'm sorry to say this, and I mean no offense to anyone who loves this and is passionate about it, but... When YouTube came out back in, what, 2006, yeah. whenever it was, and they opened this door to letting everyone who had an opinion about a movie go on there and think yeah. that they're a critic, and then people started doing that with blogs, it kind of has destroyed the film criticism world because while there are probably like maybe five or ten of those people – yeah who are really good and really knowledgeable and who went back and did their history and maybe they didn't go to film school mm – -hmm. You have, you know, the other hundred to three hundred people who are just shouting facts like they don't even know their history. Yeah. I mean, I never forget this. There was someone who was reviewing a sex comedy and said they didn't see American Pie, and I'm like thinking to myself, I don't even like American Pie, but at least like that should not be the foundation either for a sex comedy. You should be going back to the 80s and the 70s, yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. plenty of stuff, so, but. It's just exploitation stuff from Australia in the 1970s. It's, ama it's yeah. amazing how, like, you just look at people and they don't really have their history anymore, right. their knowledge, and everything is just shit about... Shit, man, old movies, they're all shit. About everything that's in the now and everything yes. that's pop culture yeah. related. Yes. No one knows about, it, like, the, the, the non-pop was, And that's what I was getting at from the beginning about critics. Mm. Yeah. Like, anybody can be a critic, but... And then somebody here in the chat even said... Uh, it's Courtney who said anyone can be a critic, but not everyone can be a good critic. Yeah. And yeah. you can be a critic of of like fine art. Mm -hmm. You can be a critic of movies, but you should you should bring that knowledge with you that should go beyond American Pie. And, you know, so that is where my passion and love for movies come from. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. I'm yeah, not. Right, but no. no. But I can discuss it in a in a rational, educated way. But also you don't you don't have to go what I refer to as full film wanker. <laughs> where <laughs> you're you're an encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> right. and you're there in your smoking jacket with a pipe going, Oh, well I find that the nineteen twenty one German movie <laughs> 
actually very reminiscent of uh, Holmes and Watson. If you find the use of this, I mean, there's those people, and that's great, and I love them for their passion, but you don't have to be no. that person. Enthusiasm. You just know what you like. Enthusiasm and knowledge leads to great things. And I, I enjoy watching movies that I don't like as much as I enjoy movies that I absolutely love because sure. that helps me with my understanding of movies. I mean, I I have a friend, and we're going to move on from this. This is the last yeah, word on it. Sorry. I have a friend yeah. of mine who, who didn't like Holmes and Watson, but their favourite movie ever is White Chicks. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, I wow. mean, okay. Wow. But it's like... Okay, Amen. good. But you, you be you. <laughs> you, be, you be you. I think you're and meant for wonderful. each other. Yeah. So, in, so in 2019, I mean, just like what you like, know why you like it, and sure. like it because you like it. Right. And the same goes for disliking movies. Sure. Be confident in your choices. Learn to form the arguments where you can back it up, right. and not just go it's shit. Adam Sandler, we were talking about at breakfast, has made some tremendous movies and some absolute stinkers and you know what that's okay and don't think that the people who make these movies directors writers producers talent on screen talent behind screen don't know when they've made a shit movie you're not doing anyone any favors by just going it's x therefore i love it be critical be a critic but know why you're right. criticising something. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I have to give that was before a really we solid do discussion. By be, the way. Yeah, yes, thank you. Um, I'm quite surprised as anybody else's. <laughs> uh, before we move on, I just want to give a special shout out to Senor Nerd, who's in the chat. I noticed something that he posted earlier on today. Uh, in the final, it turns out in the final months of 2018, Senor Nerd uh, was diagnosed with leukemia. Oh. Uh, since mm. it's okay. Since Christmas, I'm spoiler. Uh, since Christmas Eve, I am fully cancer free. Ah. Uh, let's make 2019 and beyond. Better for my elf health, uh, not an elf, and to all here at Meet the Movie Press. Absolutely, indeed. Thank you. And you know how we do that? By friendship, by support, and a dialogue about film. Right. Film can be a great sure. comforter, a great support, it and really a great can. place to be educated as well. So let's make that our message for Meet the Movie Press 2019. Uh, Christmas Day, everybody. Think back to December the 25th, 2018. <laughs> Everybody's there. They're having their drinks. They might have put their pants on or not. <laughs> Everybody's already a little bit tipsy by eight. Grandma's already been a little bit racist. And then a trailer drops. A little bit. <laughs> Hello. Let's all sit around the widescreen television with uh, with Auntie Elsie and, you know, little <laughs> Brian. Let's see what uh, what Jordan Peel off of Key and Peel has got for us. Tra- Jesus Christ! <laughs> So, yeah, well, the, <laughs> the Us trailer. As in, like, ho, 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 my God, this looks terrifying. Yes, it does. Did you watch it on Christmas yes, Day? Yes. What did you think? I mean, it looks phenomenal. I mean, it's it's funny because people are already trying to call this the unofficial sequel to Get Out because there's a, a Is it scene scary with, and has black people in it? Yeah, well, also there's that scene with the eyes. Yeah. Very yeah. similar to that right. one. But um, eyes. I think this looks... I mean, this just looks phenomenal. It just looks uh, so it, good. It, it just so the, good. the cast, like these are like you yeah. know, Lapita has never done anything like this before. No. So I'm really excited. Winston Duke being in this movie, uh, I, I'm predicting this right now. I think this movie is going to be the surprise screening at Sundance this Ooh. year. Oh, yeah, buys tickets uh, to Sundance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, but yeah. I mean. Jordan Peele, I'm glad he went with doing another original film mm-hmm. as opposed to all those rumors like, can he remake this? Can he reboot this? I'm glad he, he went could. with. He, I'm glad he went with the he original could. though. I'm yeah. glad he went with the original. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you and my yeah, you and I both. And it's a really it's a really well cut trailer. Mm. Yeah, and it works. There is a bit of like invasion of the body snatchers yeah. and the strangers put into this movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't exactly know what's what, which is fantastic. Yeah, for a trailer, it doesn't show its. No, hand. you have no, no. idea. You have yeah. no idea, and that's to me is what was so creepy about this trailer. And um, I think that Universal uh, has another hit with another. One thing that I really love most about movies is is when I feel something. Now, that can be uh, joy. It can be sadness. It can be fear. It can be uh, just a general release into fantasy. As long as I feel something and it really connects with me in some way, I, I can find appreciation of a movie. Even if I don't necessarily love the movie, if it can make me emote, connect to me in that way, then there's something there. There's something connection with the movie. I think what Us is going to do, it's going to connect with me in the way that I release my bowels into my pants. Because well. it looks 
absolutely genuinely terrifying. I just have one. And there's few things that I enjoy more <laughs> than a, a movie pants. that not shitting my pants, of course. No, but <laughs> no, but a movie that genuinely scares me. So many movies. I mean, and it doesn't have to be an R-rated movie. <clears throat> True. Um, the, the Haunting, the, uh, the 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 black and white original Haunting. Yes. Seriously, that is that is not a an R-rated movie. No. It's so creepy. Uh, Poltergeist is a PG. I mean, that still literally makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. That is really so, so good and so effective. And this, I think, in the same way, it's not going to have to do anything particularly like outrageous but i think i mean having obviously seen the work you know previously with get out he has a knack a hitchcockian knack of taking something and the intensity that is there doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be right in your face well i think it's going to be quite in your face to be honest with you from the trailer but it's often the things that you don't see it's the psychology it's one of the reasons right. a quiet place really worked yes. last year um not an r-rated movie just really highly effective and i think that's what we're going to see here and i'm genuinely looking forward to being uneasy yeah, in this I'm, movie. I'm just happy that horror recently, um, especially with Blumhouse, has taken this road where originality, like we don't necessarily always have to do remake a franchise yeah. or this. I like original content because, again, it's hard today. We are the audience, we, we, we have become a hardened audience Right. When mm. it's, so we 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 believe we know what to expect when we go into a horror movie. So if something, or if I walk out of something and I was truly touched mm. the way you said, like I was scared. I've apologized about that. Well, I <laughs> thought it was a popcorn bucket. It's, I didn't it, know. It, it, well, they make bags now. So um, I it it genuinely mm. I like horror movies that I can walk out and go. I was actually that was a really good horror yeah. movie. Actually walked out being scared. What, what, which is interesting about Jordan Peele and, and Get Out, and I'm hoping this film too, is the one thing that Get Out did, what I think a lot of people have gave it such high praise for, yeah. is the fact that it was a conversation starter, not because it was scary, but because it was making a statement and mm. that it had a lot to say. You know, I love Quiet Place. It's, it's one of my favorite movies of last year. But when I walked out of it, it was just kind of like, that's a very like basic, simple movie. Get Out was very complicated. There was a lot, lot of thought that went behind it, um, and there's a lot of conversation that kind of, in theories, that go kind of come out of that movie. I'm hoping the same is to be said about this movie, where it does have some sort of like, I don't want to say a political stance, but some sort of like social stance or something. Where not only do I feel scared when I watch it, but I come out and I say, you know, that was really effective because it was scary, but also because of these themes that were in the movie. Yeah, sure. no, 100. percent But I mean, you know, I mean, uh, uh, someone's hereditary. Might be another man's, you know, exes. I, I, a yeah, boxing day was the... Hereditary is a good example. Yeah, a really that... good example. And also the exes, my wife and I, my wife had never seen The Exorcist and it was the anniversary on Boxing Day yeah. when it when it originally opened in US theatres. Yep. So I was like, well, let's watch it. My wife's not a horror fan at all. But we watched Exorcist and while I do not find The Exorcist even remotely scary, really? I know it often tops the list of like the most terrifying. And at the time people were like, you know, oh my God, I was fainting in the aisles. People were being taken out of movie theatres. Some people find that really scary, and I'm really, really happy for them that they do. I love The Exorcist, but it doesn't scare me. Really? But when I saw The Conjuring, or The First Sinister, I mean... Those are scary movies. Much of poopo. Those are very scary movies, but for me, too, since you brought up The Exorcist, that's a movie that I have literally a hard time rewatching because it is so... It is scary, the theme of The Exorcist, Mm. and it's... It it I don't know why there's something primal about it yeah. that 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 really really chills me yeah and I have a hard time rewatching I do rewatch it but it continues to scare in ways that other horror movies that have tried and can't do but you're right about the Conjuring you're right about the first Sinister yeah so uh, you know yeah. And, and I mean, places a good horror movie. Even, even the first it, Insidious as well. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. So how about Saw? That little kid. The, yeah. the first, the first Saw movie. Yeah, was so great. Oh my because, god! Because it literally was yeah. something that you didn't think could ever happen. Paranormal right. activity. Yeah, yeah. throw exactly. away fluffy, you know, movies. Yeah. Not big budget. Sure. Very simple ideas. Very simple. Keep it simple. Keep it effective. Yeah. But yeah, but us. I mean, when people say to me, uh, "How scary do you think us is going to be?" I'm like, depends. 
because that's what I might need. <laughs> that uh, was my one word. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people uh, are talking in the chat when we were talking about the, uh, you know, what, what I think is really good when we talk about things on this show. By the way, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, it's at Meet Movie Press. So please do that and let your followers know on, on social media whether you have 16 or 1,600. Let people know about the show because really this is how the show is going to grow. And we really appreciate that. And growth is a really big thing for us in 2019. We have a lot of plans. Uh, but a lot of people are talking about criticism. Good. People are talking about criticism and you know how they relate to their movies and why criticism is important. And also talking about Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Zeno is saying, I think RT is the worst thing to happen to film criticism. It's all about the scores and the hot takes, not actual conversation. The worst part is RT itself has been leaning into this. Uh, Ricky, a big fan of the show. Preach, Scott. If I speak out on film or write a little pointless letterbox review, I am fully aware that it is nowhere near as well-informed um, or founded than some of the real film critics in Hollywood. But you know what, Ricky? Everybody starts in that position. Yeah, And sometimes people develop a nuanced understanding of film um, where they can go, as I use the phrase, which actually went down very well with, with Langley, uh, full film wanker. Yes. Sometimes, that, <laughs> sometimes that develops into something which is almost a scholastic level of understanding film. And sometimes it just is a tastemaker where you find out you like toppings on your film pizza. You don't like other film toppings on your film pizza. And that's absolutely fine. It, it, and some people never go further than me like film. Right. And that's absolutely fine. And but let's to not your, to let's, your point. Yeah, on. but let's not confuse that, you know, full film wanker, guy who knows what he likes, and <laughs> me like film are very different things. Right. But to your point too, is that the more you watch, your tastes can change. Absolutely. My taste and, in movies have changed right. over the and last I'm decade. Sure yeah, oh my god, yeah. Since when you first started doing this, like mm. since my reviews on WBCN in Boston or the Boston Phoenix. My tastes have changed, yeah. and they as grow, you grow up, as you grow up, or and as you see more movies, mm. and as you have more things to compare that cinematic experience to, taste changes. You go. It's it's a this is why it's a wonderful thing to talk about movies. because yeah. in the whole scheme of thing, a it it shouldn't and it doesn't hurt anybody. I want to talk and, about Glass yeah. expecting uh, January Black. box office oh, and Bird yeah, box yeah, in just yeah. a second, uh, but also uh, Langley is saying the issue isn't Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> It's the public at large being too lazy to read or do any cursory work or analysis. <laughs> Absolutely. I do 100% agree with that, Langley. And also, some people are like, well, the critics say X and Y. Just because the critics say that's just our opinion, we're not telling you what to think. You go, if you want to see the movie, you go and see the movie and you might like a movie that we don't like. We're not gods. Right. We're just people with formulated opinions who mostly get paid to, to do it. Um, and some people don't. But right. you go and see whatever fucking movies you want. And, and if Cicely, go and, it's, you, it's, it's your, yours. a free right. thinking individual. And, the, and if you like it or don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. And if when watching Siskel and Ebert, if there was a movie that I was really looking forward to yeah. and they panned it. I would be disappointed, but it didn't stop me from going to see that movie. The amount I, of movies we go and see when people right. go, that looks terrible. And sometimes we look at a movie and go, that's great. And it's not. Marwin's a great example. Oh, yeah. We thought that was going to be like awards nominated levels. First good. man. Turned out yeah. to be a stinker. First man, again, didn't yeah. resonate with people. Right. So don't let your preconception necessarily what is in a trailer. If you want to go and see a movie, see whatever movies you want to see. Whether right. they're coming out now or whether they're from 1921, silent German. Some of my favorite movies of all time are silent movies from 19, 1920s German cinema. Buster Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Buster Keaton. I mean, yeah, the works of Stan Harold and Lloyd. Stan and Stan and Ollie. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Phenomenal stuff. Often yeah. will gave me way more laughs. I saw The Godfather the other day. Uh, a really lovely original print at the New Beverly here in Los Angeles, uh, which is now it's open. Do go and Do go and enjoy that, that movie theater. And you know what? It's amazing. But also the environment of a movie helps you experience a movie oh. in a different way. So if you've seen a movie in the movie theater and you go, maybe I'll have a different opinion on that in six months time. Revisit it at home. See if it's different. Just play around with film. Do You have the opportunity you to do, do that. You Find do. your own tastes. And if somebody if somebody reads your review on Letterboxd and goes, bollocks, fine. But ask them why they think it's bollocks yeah. and just have an open mind you can really like a movie and still find fault with it sure you don't have to go in a hundred percent dare not criticize and just the, feel free and the more movies you watch the yeah. better you become as a critic and as a viewer yeah it's you you can mm -hmm. really appreciate things and understand why the phrase 
you know, guilty pleasure exists for certain yeah. movies. Like for, I'm sure for Simon, like Holmes and Watson is a guilty pleasure. Yeah. He's not saying it's a great film. Just like, my, I love Bubble Boy, but I know it's not a good movie. It's a guilty one pleasure. Of my, one of my favorite guilty pleasures is the Village People biopic, You Can't Stop the Music. Right. It's a terrible film, but that movie gives me a lot of joy. So I've watched that movie <laughs> countless times. Streets of Fire is not an amazing movie, but I love that movie. Right. And it's, a, I mean, one of Walter Hill's biggest flops. Yeah. A massive misfire. But uh-huh. you know what? It gives me joy, and that's fine. But also, one other movie I really want to see <laughs> is Glass, which is expected to you don't. Interesting. shatter... January box office <laughs> records. Uh, opens January 18th in theaters, obviously yeah. part of the uh, M. Night Shyamalan uh, universe. Uh, it's looking at around 50 million for an opening weekend, possibly higher, possibly lower. That's how these things work. Um, are you not excited for this movie? I'm really looking forward to it. I, I was kind of disappointed with Split. Oh, I was very disappointed with Split. <laughs> so, okay. so, so the problem is Again, that... a movie that people hyped up went, it good, best movie ever. And then when you came out, you went, oh, I didn't actually love that. Like, Philistine! I know, I know. <laughs> Judas! <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, oh, it, when we talked about that on Anatomy, no idea. Yeah, it was right. just, it's weird because I walked out of that movie and I was just kind of like, okay. And then, you know, Glass, I'm going to say that the, the marketing for this, I remember just going back to freaking Comic-Con, which mm. I don't even want to mention on this show. But when I saw the footage there, you know, it's interesting because it really did sell me. But, like, I can't get the disappointment level of split out of my head. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of lukewarm on it. Let's mm. put it that way. I, like, I'm, I'm a little bit over lukewarm because I think their marketing has been so good. Now, they could fool me. Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice, that would be a shame yeah. on me. Because the way that this marketing and the trailers and the spots have yeah. been edited, it makes it look like this is going to be um, what what um, Unbreakable, to go back to that Unbreakable comic book uh, and the way M. Night Shyamalan had directed yeah. that movie, it looks good. I will say that I am excited to see this. And I'm hoping that it is better than Split. Okay. I, I mean, because I was very see, I, disappointed. I was not Split. a fan with um, of Unbreakable when everybody at the time. I remember going mm. to see it in the movie theater. I was living in London at the time, um, and and everybody else was like, they were you know peeing their pants over. Oh my god, this is amazing! But again, that was that was M Night's second movie, so everybody was still on the Sixth Sense train, where it's right. like, oh my god, we love that. Therefore, that's also going to be excellent. I didn't love that movie. I've, I've developed a liking, like many movies over the years. I've, I've appreciated it more in a slightly yeah. different way, and I kind of see what people are saying. It's still not really anywhere near my favourite of his movies. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm curious about it. And that's the thing, is, is some, when sometimes people say, I don't like this because of X, or I'm not going to see this because of Y. I don't like horror. <laughs> Horror's a big genre. Yeah. There's a it lot really of stuff is. within that. It really is. So it's like, it's like I got into a conversation with someone a couple of months ago, and they were like, Blumhouse movies are shit. And I was like, what have you watched? Oh, I haven't watched any of them. They all look shit. I've just seen the trailers. I went to see you. You're saying that all of Blumhouse's movies are shit from watching the trailers. What about uh, Whiplash? What about, oh, well, yeah, but that's not horror. I said, no, but you said Blumhouse movies. Oh, wow. And I said, well, what about this? And I named other movies. And I'm like, watch movies. You might not like them. But learn, but don't rule out a genre. It's like, don't like rom coms. Don't like rom coms. Rom coms are shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah. You, 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 uh, just yeah, try know. try it on. And, and it's like try it said, on. horror is a such a huge genre. Huge, and it's like it's like comedy. Like yeah. I would never associate a movie like Porky's or even American Graffiti yeah. with Woody Allen. I mean, he makes comedies, but they're far different, different yeah. than than what I was Broad going up umbrella. with. Yeah, don't like gangster movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like saying I met someone called Brian once. He was an asshole. I don't yeah. like Brian's. <laughs> like Brian's. What? He, then that person. Everybody will got love... Brian's asshole. Yeah. It's like that's not how it works. They'll love the life Okay, we need Brian. to move on. Uh, Zeno, I was saying, uh, going back to critics uh, to play devil's advocate. One could argue that critics have a platform that will influence the masses. Joe from Delaware doesn't have that, so the critics' opinion is more valid. Uh, yes and no. But again, no one's opinion is more valid than anyone else's. You personally might find that your opinions align more with somebody else. Sure. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that is a more valid opinion. I mean, it's def- it, it matters how you define valid. Is valid because you agree 
with that person more often sure. than not, or valid because of the way that they describe a movie. Um, Joe from Delaware might not have the ability to express himself in his texture of um, liking or disliking of films that someone who has had a slightly different education or exposure to film. I got bad news about Joe from Delaware. Oh, God, what's he done? (laughs) He's not on a register, He hasn't seen Roma. He doesn't even know what Roma is. Okay, you know you can't talk about (laughs) Roma because you know why. (laughs) Yeah. You know why. Okay, let's talk about... uh, (laughs) You're right. How are you going to solve a problem like Bird Box? Um, I met someone who didn't watch Bird Box over the holidays on Netflix. I didn't watch it either. Uh, I didn't watch it either. Really? I mean, a lot of people are like, in my God, scary as me, I'm never leaving the house again, I'm not scared of bird. Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was quite (laughs) as great as everybody else thought it was, which is fine. Uh, For me, the third act, I thought just... It felt like a Walking Dead episode more than anything else. <laughs> um, I really thought it lost any power that it had. And it was really good for two-thirds of the way through. I thought it was really intense. Um, got a great cast, a really good cast. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people are very excited about it, doing bird box challenges. I don't well, know what you that know what's, is. What's, what's, what's weird about this, I need, um, I need to talk about this briefly. Yeah, yeah. This movie premiered at AFI. Yep. Right. And I feel like the buzz out of AFI mm-hmm. was so lukewarm. Like, it's why I didn't go to any of the screenings, mm-hmm. because everyone was kind of like, yeah, it's okay, you don't really need to see it, it's not, you know, not going to do anything. And then, on Christmas, like around the Christmas Day time, mm-hmm. it was amazing, because ever since then, leading up to today, all I see every day... Yeah. Bird Box, amazing. Oh, my God. Here's a Bird Box challenge. Don't do the Bird Box yeah. challenge. Yeah. Like, what are they talking about? Yeah. So, like, I'm going to watch this movie, and I, fe- I feel like I'm going to feel like you did. I'm going to be like, that was fine. Well, and I walked I, out of it. My yeah. best friend from back home, uh, Rick, he watched it, and he said to me, he goes, it was good. He goes, but I would have never paid. If I paid to see it in the theater, yeah. he goes, I would have been disappointed. I think I think and some I think people would have yeah would have so, felt the AFI, same way. I think you got that yeah. feeling because they're thinking this is going to be released theatrically. But I think that's a lot of Netflix movies. Like you yeah. have to put them in the context but, of this is a Netflix movie. Like I saw that romantic comedy. And someone I, I can't yeah. I can't find the comment in the We're, chat. But someone was saying, what is it with you know now movies? They have to be either amazing. Or dog shit. Oh, yeah. It's like, can't a movie be fine anymore? I'm like, the majority of movies that come out are fine. (laughs) Yes. Yes. They're not really good. They're not really terrible. They're fine. They're enjoyable. But this is the problem, too. You know, it's like Yelp reviews. Like Yelp reviews. Like either the food is like the, is like manna from heaven, or right. it's like the chef shat in your mouth. And it's like, isn't there anything in between right. now? You know, what happened? The worst thing that can be said to me about a movie is when somebody says, "Yeah, it wasn't great." Well, it doesn't have to be no, great. Yeah. Did it you enjoy it? That's fine. Be. But yeah, if I mean, everything's great, then. But Bird, Bird Box is, is is fine. It's good. In parts, it's very good. In other parts, it's not so good. Um, but watch it. Make would, your own mind up. Let me ask you I'm, the question. I'm confused by the Bird Box game, would, though. Would you have found it if it was if yeah. you saw it in a theater? If you saw it yeah, in a I would have because would I mean, as, as a, yeah, as a story. Yeah, if I, saw I it think in a theater, they, I, I think, think they were at a big disadvantage by not le- releasing this movie in a theater because I think it would have made a ton of money. Do but you, you know what? I'm afraid of a quiet place. I don't, no, no, I think they. I think enough time no. has passed that people would 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 of course say the comparisons to the movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I know there are some. Um, but I do think horror movies. I mean, this movie probably didn't cost that much to produce. No. Uh, so I think they would have gotten a great box office return, especially with someone like Sandra Bullock in the lead. Yeah. I mean, I I I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was great. Um, I, I don't quite understand the excitement around it. I think I, I, a different opinion to you when it comes to releasing it in theaters, because. For me, watching it, I watched it at home, and I have a, a great TV, and I have a great sound system. Uh, so t- to me, that was kind of replicating an experience. I watched it. It was quiet. Um, but if I was in a movie theater, and really you rely on the intensity, I remember seeing A Quiet Place, people wouldn't shut the fuck up. Oh. Uh, they were messing with their phones. They were rattling their popcorn. For me, for this kind of thing, although the theater environment is really the ideal place to see these things, it can often be where the experience is spoiled for you by other moviegoers. So I think, actually, for me, I preferred to watch Bird Box where everybody was quiet. Interesting. And I could just enjoy the the soundscape, and which is really important because their eyes are covered. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, 
a horror movie, especially a quiet place, Atmosphere. my theater would have been dead because they were and it wasn't that they were they didn't have that other distraction. Mm. They were so engrossed in the movie that they were screaming. Like I, I love seeing a good horror movie in a movie theater to watch that wave of yeah. people when they like jump. And uh, particularly coming from Lionsgate, mm. where I went to many horror like yeah. gas screenings, it's the home of to be for a while. sitting in the back just to watch how an audience reacts was awesome. And I think that comedy and horror benefit the most from that theatrical I agree. experience. I just I agree. want to pick up on something as yeah. as Bob B is watching this live. Bob B has made a comment, and please respond to this, Bob. Uh, Bob has said, if you have Netflix, Bird Box is a must-watch for sure. So, Bob, taking your opinion that it's a must-watch must because it's on Netflix, if you had to go to a theatre and pay $15 to see it, would you still consider the movie to be must-watch? Are you influenced? Does it go up in your estimation because of the platform or the environment that you saw it on? That's Let me question. know. Good I'm going to see because... Uh, okay, Bob Beer says, a movie theatre is like a church. Too right! Amen! Yeah. yeah. Amen! Yeah. Absolutely! Yeah. Go there, turn your phone off, shut the fuck up! Yep. It's not mm -hmm. difficult. Nope. Eat your popcorn, watch nope. the movie, shut up! Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bob B, uh, a movie theatre is like a church. Absolutely agree. Bob, if you can tell me if, whether you saw that in movie theatres would change your opinion of whether it was a must-see or not. Senior uh, uh, Nerd saying the Bird Box memes uh, are fantastic. Yeah, they are. Um, there you go. Opinion on that. Uh, okay, we're, we're almost out of time on the show, actually, sure. guys. I'm just going to wait for, for Bob to get back. Uh, Langley M. Neely saying preach. A little bit of preaching this week, but I just think... We want to start off 2019. We're going to be, you know, changing a few things on the show. Um, people like the dynamic. They're enjoying the show. It's really, really good. We rely on your support to make this show even bigger. Um, we love having the community that we have on this show. Let me say that. Absolutely. We appreciate everybody um, who uh, watches or listens to the show. Of course, you can watch us on YouTube. Uh, if you want to listen to us and you don't want to see these faces, <laughs> uh, that's entirely fine. Maybe you want to play, uh, I don't know, Bird Box the Meet the Movie Press edition. <laughs> so just just have us in your ears, not in your face. Um, you can do that on iTunes. You can do that usually. You can do that on Spotify. That's there. Uh, you can do us on uh, Podcast One, usually. Uh, you can find us on Arrow. Lots of different ways to take in the show. But really, as much as we love having the family that we have, and we do consider you guys family, even though you know we don't always agree on our opinions, either with, between ourselves or, or in the chat room, we really want we want to make this family bigger. We want to involve more people in this conversation, and I think that's really important. That's how we grow as a show um, and as hosts and co-hosts of the show, but also as lovers of cinema, is talking to other people who love movies. Right. They can be film, they can be cinema, they can be movies, whatever you want to call them, whether they're throwaway movies or whether they're absolute cinematic classics. We can like them all, we can dislike them, that's entirely fine. But it really is important we get the best conversation when it is the biggest conversation. So don't just like and subscribe and lol or whatever. Do retweets, evangelise about the show, tell everybody in 2019 that we are here. Sure. Because if people aren't watching, there is no point in us doing this and being here. And we love doing this. And we love talking to you guys uh, and women, uh, of course, obviously, because we have a lot of female uh, fans on the show. We love talking to you guys and talking about this with you and getting your input and having this discussion. It's really vital. It's really, really important. And the industry are looking at the show and they're enjoying the show and it's growing. And we need you to help us do that. We can only do so much. So thank you for your time. Thank you for 2018. Let's build on that in 2019. And let's have an amazing year together. Bob B has come back. It's not a must-see in a theatre, I meant for Netflix. Although I would have seen it in a theatre. So great response there from Bob. Mm -hmm. Gives that context. And that is what this is all about. And so we Dimitri, even inspired somebody. We inspired oh, somebody Oh, God, today. what have we done? No, I, if, you, if you won't uh, mind. I always so worry when Courtney, I hear that. Okay. I, I don't know, Whited. Yep. Um, she actually watched the Us trailer. She took time off because we were talking about it so enthusiastically. We actually inspired somebody to do something okay. so that they could come back and join in on the conversation. So that little bit... We're, see, we do move the barometer. We so do. We really do. So thank us. 
Sure. And thank move, you. Moving yeah, one well, thank person you. at a time. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> whatever, whatever it takes that, is yeah, what I say. That's so. what we got to do. Whatever I'll it takes. I'll hey, do it. When somebody right, does something, I'm like, right, wow. No. Okay. And at DMovies1701, uh, you can support me on the Twitters. Uh, and then uh, we uh, Anatomy of a Movie will be coming back sometime. Sometime. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, at Meet Movie Press is our Twitter handle. Please, if you like or follow any of us individually... Also like that account. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much indeed. Uh, Dimitri, uh, thank you for being on the show again. Where can we find you on social media? At DMovies1701. Uh, Scott Menzel, where can we find you? Sure. Uh, the other Scott M on Twitter and Instagram. You can go to welivenentertainment.com. Uh, there is no LAOFCS Weekly this what? week. We are gonna LMNOP. Yeah, we're going to be back next week. Uh, we got to still plan for the award ceremony, so a lot of time going into that. And my name is Simon Thompson. You can find me on social media at showbizsimon on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. This is Simon Thompson. You can see my work everywhere from Forbes to Reuters to BBC to everywhere around the world. Have a great Golden Globes this weekend. We will find out how wrong we've been on the show next week. Thank you so much indeed. We really appreciate it. Evangelize, spread the word. And watch some great movies. Watch that movie that's in your pile that you've meant to watch for the longest time. Sure. Do it. Enjoy movies. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.